0: You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward.
1: 45 left on the five on three. Cropped by Cronwall and Claire. What a chance for the Penguins. An outstanding job by Hendrick Zetterberg coming all the way back on Sidney Crosby. had a chance at a wide open net. 58 seconds of power play time. Crosby gave it across. Malkin had trouble. The pass directed further by Zetterberg. What a shift for him. Zetterberg turning, dragging, backhander off the glove of Flurry. A con smite shift. One of the best calls of all time. Henrik Zetterberg, what a stud. Con shift. Hall of Fame?
0: Ready? For sure. Him and dude for sure have to go. Zetterberg
1: will be eligible before Datsuke, eh? He's still playing. That's yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Do you see the few couple goals he scored the other week? The backhander? Oh, that
0: was filthy. Yeah, but he's not. I don't think he's doing that in the NHL. Twitter poll? No, probably not. Twitter poll? Does that, he's too yeah. Slow. Okay, sure. He's too slow. Does I'll retweet it because I think I tweeted it on my personal. I tweet everything. Yeah. For those yeah, of you that follow do. me, everyone knows that. Yeah. I should have. Uh, Very true. I'll retweet that on the show with a Twitter poll. Does this right. happen in the NHL? Yeah, it's like I'm 45, down. I doubt it. No, it doesn't happen no way. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: uh, welcome to the own 60 podcast with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney, and huge congratulations to one of the best of all time to call the sport of hockey. Mike Emmerich is calling it quits after countless professional hockey games and Olympic games and Stanley Cup finals, playoff games. And it's just what an unbelievable career for Doc. And it's gonna suck. NBC is gonna kind of suck without Ooh. him.
0: NBC's gonna change so much now with their broadcast. I feel who replaces him? That's jo- not-
1: John Forsland because he's no longer in Carolina. Ooh. They hired someone else.
0: Yeah, that's John
1: Forsland gets the uh, number one gig for NBC. The Sunday afternoon games.
0: Those are sweet. Hey, I went to one this year. Yeah, you did. Big deal. Tall thirty. That's right. Hope you like that, Boston fans. Go (laughs) Wings. What up, Dave Ward? Oh, he's going to love that. He's going to love that when he hears this. I'm grounded. I'm grounded.
1: (laughs) Oh, well. Um, So, yeah, we just wanted to play that at the beginning. Obviously, it's an iconic moment in Red Wings history and one of the best uh, Mike Emmerich calls of all time. And as uh, radio guys, uh, you know, always start somewhere. So huge shout out to Mike Emmerich on a great career of doing play-by-play in the NHL.
0: Three thousand seven hundred and fifty games called. That's that's incredible. I mean,
1: and that's across. You think about it. That's across NBC everywhere. Here's a throwback versus. I miss versus. That theme song was awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll play that on here. We'll open the next segment with the versus theme song. Then
0: (laughs) go through each. uh, Go through each uh, Emrick uh, broadcast uh, career type thing.
1: Yeah, I might have to. because he started with the Devils. I'm um, yeah. pretty sure he did a couple games on like ABC or ESPN or whatever, um, like as a fill in for Gary Thorne. Again, not. Really Gary, thorn was sure, not but...
0: a... Gary Thorne was always weird that he was on the hockey video game, but yep. he didn't call any games. Was, I know, right? He was, he was, was the Baltimore story. Orioles guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you get watching Baltimore games more than you get hockey. I suspect they're to be on MLB the show, not NHL.
1: I know, right? Matt Vaskirjan for MLB the show. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's he did a lot. Of, I think he started in Bowling Green, uh, Mike Emmerich. So
0: a lot of guys started from Bowling Green. There's a lot of guys from my area, Bowling yeah. Green, all this place.
1: Right? Uh, okay. So just yeah, another congratulations, to Mike Emmerich on a great career and. As we transition, we head uh, into the OHL news of the week, or if you want to call it like night, because we really came up with our topics last minute here when we're recording this. But uh, we'll start in the Sioux, and the first news coming from there as they get ready for the season, a lot of arena upgrades at the oh, GFL yeah. Memorial Gardens. Uh,
0: just a it's couple a nice things. arena.
1: It is now, yeah. Uh, like we were saying before, uh, kind of like sarnia you know the stands aren't too too high like um they're slanted
0: the good yeah, yeah walking off the street it's kind of like how old sound is you walk in you're right, looking right at the ice i yeah. love how in sarnia in sioux how you can walk in you can see center ice that's awesome i think that's so cool any any team that's listening to this if you're building an arena <laughs> build it like that <laughs> all in 60 effect wink wink hmm. how's it going Mississauga, you can kind of if you look through like a one. I like like Mississauga, but I like Mississaugas. Yeah, there's not arena in the league I don't like though. (laughs) I mean, I've
1: only been to 12 or 13, so I can't really.
0: Saginaw and Flint look really cool. Yeah, I I really want to go there. Those are my big ones. Yeah,
1: we have to, it's a must. Oh, yeah. Um, so just going over a couple of the upgrades, like I said, the scoreboard. Uh, is updated 100. big LED uh scoreboard. At that's that's probably the
0: nicest scoreboard in the league. Ooh, no. No? Kitchener's. I
1: love yeah, Kitchener's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: so nice. Yeah, that's true, Kitchener. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Paul, and be better. By the way,
1: Niagara, take some notes. Your scoreboard is boring.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot like that where you think their scoreboard would be better, and it's right? not. New bil- not. New building, and it's not really a, you know. You know what bugs me? How lo- How late and how quick they play the replays at some of these arenas some of them are pretty quick eh? i know i like when the arenas when you're watching it when a play happens like when someone goes upstairs like they're reviewing a call yeah and nobody in the arena itself is watching the replay no one knows what's <laughs> going on it's like hey is it a goal it's a goal i mean come on you got rogers you got your tv at yep. least get something well i mean depending on who
1: it is because i know hamilton they do their own like it's yeah. their own in-house yeah. they don't even yeah. take the hamilton doesn't
0: but London, like, place like London, it takes forever. And it's yeah. sometimes it's not even on. Sometimes, because some of those reviews are so quick where it's like, you hang out the phone, yeah. you got the guys in Toronto, it's a goal, go.
1: Yeah.
0: That's all it is. Yeah, I know. That would be the um, best gig, too, eh?
1: Be a what, goal. be a replay guy?
0: Oh, yeah. Can you imagine they call your house, you are sitting on your couch watching this game? It's like, yeah, let me just turn it on. You t- watch the replay. Yeah, that's Actually, goal. So- in the... In My. London,
1: it's right behind the uh, PA guy and right to the right of the visiting radio booth.
0: Yeah, with the that's with the, all right.
1: It, it, it used to not be black curtains, but obviously recently they put up black curtains and everything just to cover it. So I guess the radio guys couldn't look because I looked a couple of times when I was there. The first and <laughs> it's second It's like time, in the NFL, I'm you like, want to, look like, look. Uh, you know, whispering, giving them a hint, like, oh, that's a goal, like <laughs> a little, you know,
0: yeah. But, all you hear is in the background on the phone, you're a ref downstairs, you're waiting for the call. All you hear is Reese in the background. Call. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you're in the middle of the game. Someone's like, oh, gotta oh, say it. Just call it. Just point. Someone has to say it. Right? Just stand up and start pointing. Oh yeah. That's a be- <laughs> that might be the best view too in the league. The wheelchair seats across from the media. Well, in London. In London? Those are unreal. Anyone that like looking for standing room? Yeah. That's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, those are great. It's pretty nice. Yeah.
1: Um, this scoreboard, by the way, in Owen's sound, it's got four curved six millimeter OES video screens, complete with two six millimeter OES video screen rings above it and below it. You got to do both. You can't just do one. You have
0: to. Yeah, that one. looks incredible.
1: Yeah. Um, in- and the, obviously their- the four side digital panels.
0: Do they have the, like, I'm looking at the picture right now. It kind of looks like they got the Greyhounds logo. Like, you remember how the Leafs had the Air Canada Like, logo underneath? Yeah. It kind of looks You It probably rad. do. If someone's listening this should let Please me go know. take
1: a picture underneath.
0: Yeah, tweet me it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would us. be
0: awesome. Cuz it looks like it that looks so cool. They did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, this scoreboard like
1: has 2 Dude. million LED pixels. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it looks like the benches as well.
1: Yeah, I think at the it's, Meridian Center underneath, they have it saying Meridian Center. They don't have the Ice Dogs logo, but I'm pretty sure it says yeah, Meridian have, Center. Yeah, no.
0: they have Meridian Center underneath it. Or just Meridian, whatever. That's such a cool touch up. Like, I like those little things. Yeah. But that it stands out. Like, so I know Kitchener oh, underneath nice. has their logo. Yeah, London does too. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah.
1: Um, other upgrades to the arena include. Uh, they put a secondary OES hockey scoreboard to the northeast corner of the facility. And um, some arenas, they've got that LED-like ribbon around the arena. Like Sarnia yeah. just recently put in that. Um, it's really you know, sure. London's got know. it. Um, Kitchener's got it, but it's not like all the way around. It's just along like, one side or whatever. But
0: Those um, ribbons light it up so much. Yeah. It's crazy. Like when you see the ribbons go dark, then like you can feel it. Like you can see it. Like you yeah. can feel the change. Yeah, especially down on the ice, it definitely has an effect. This looks cool, though. I'm looking at the pictures right now. For everyone, I'm, i retweeted it on the on the ON60 account, so you guys can see it if you want. But this is pretty cool.
1: By the way, any um, other OHL teams looking for scoreboards? OES is based out of London, Ontario. Hey, right in the middle, so, basically. Um, they also designed and installed a new hockey control room which is uh, complete with content management software and an integrated replay system.
0: Hire us. Hire us to do that. <laughs> replay, guys. That'd be, that'd be the best gig. That'd be
1: this incredible. whole project was just over 600,000. That's pretty salt. At the uh, GFL Memorial Gardens is in St. White- Marie.
0: Is it white mesh too? The clear mesh? Uh, around the glass? Yeah, it looks like it. Well, it's cl- g- It's clear. Unless, nice. No,
1: no, I think they have it rolled up. You look at the top, oh. it looks like it's, they've got it pulled up. So it's, there's no netting. Uh, right now. I know. eh?
0: I thought it was the clear, the clear mesh is so much better. That's the worst part about sitting behind the net about 20 rows up. You got to look through that black mesh all yep. game. And it's tough. Like the clear is so much better. I don't know why people did that. Like who in the right mind would think of putting that put clear. You can see. I know that's frustrating. I mean, great job, though. That's a great arena. Yeah. Might have to make the um, long trip up there, to be honest. Might have. To. Oh, I don't know. Let's, I can fly. I'll, I'll drive. Oh, okay. I'll drive. It. <laughs> Hopefully there's a couple of Wings games on. I know, eh?
1: Um, and, of course, lastly, the uh, per the Ontario Hockey League, because they adopted a policy for all the, their arenas to upgrade – to a National Hockey League-, League approved board and glass system by the 2021 yeah. season. So, um, those changes coming into effect as well at the GFL
0: Memorial Gardens. And uh, well, it looked like it. Yeah. It looked like new boards. Yep. That's cool.
1: No Olympia boards. That. We don't get any, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, what about the Joe Lewis when it was wood? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone signed today. Eh? Those were all signed. I like that. That's yeah, another quick fact cool. with the Joe, the boards being signed. Yeah. I, I like know. their job. You think this helps them with the Mem Cup? Um, yeah, Every, for sure. I think it looks great. I mean, there's no difference between this arena and Oshawa. I mean, you can't really pick many negatives about these arenas now.
1: No, I know. It, Oshawa's got more seating, but that's because it fits their city a little bit more than Sault Saint Marie. Um, but this year, do you other want? Other than that,
0: like, yeah, I know. Do you want more sitting this year? That's a thing. I don't know. Eh,
1: I mean, that would help you space out a little bit more if oh, you had more sure. seats available.
0: Yeah, for sure. Social distancing.
1: Uh, but... I mean, there's standing room, it looks like, available here at Sault Ste. Marie. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think this
0: – it's, like it. it's
1: pretty even now. It's, it's all about who you put on the ice for each team, I think, when it comes that's down think, to who gets the Mem Cup.
0: That's why I think Sue did this, to be honest. I know he, well, eventually they were going to have to do it anyways. But I think that's – Yeah, well, in terms of reading. the
1: boards and glass.
0: I mean, yeah. hey, most of the most of the decisions corporate, right? So, I mean, they want the nice bells and whistle yep. arena. Yeah, well, it gives their
1: sponsors a better opportunity to, you know, show off their business and, uh, you know, possibly I don't know, get more dollars maybe, or you know,
0: bigger spots. That really helped Windsor's arena too. Windsor has a great arena, but when they did that, like put that new sound in there and stuff Mm -hmm. a few years ago, that was sharp too. I
1: like their scoreboard though. They've got like the, um, it's not a hexagon. I think it might be a hex hexagon or octagon, six or eight sides. I like to look it up, but. Um, I don't know. Their screens are a little small for that yeah. arena.
0: I like the ones that are like, like Sue though, that when they're circled like that, they're so much easier to see. And I mean, they got the side cameras or the side, uh, video boards too. Those are sharp. Yeah. Sarnia's really nice too, for that. Sarnia's got like one on the end too. Yep. The alumni wall looks pretty cool too. Yeah.
1: That winds looks- Windsor, they've got the ribbon around the bottom. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it's, uh um, yeah. yeah they've got the although they are a little bigger than they were but I don't know just get the whole like rounded
0: did they they add seats to this and see I didn't
1: read anything
0: about that yeah I don't think they They might have
1: like I might have missed it but
0: I didn't see anything about it either um,
1: they've upgraded the lighting
0: it's 4,000 it's 4,000 and I lost it 4,928 the capacity the GFL I'm trying that's to nice. see this. Uh... That can host a Mem Cup. Yeah. This upgrade, that can host a Mem Cup. For sure it can. I want them to get it just to the Mem Cup village. Everyone <laughs> knows that by now. But I think I mentioned well, I mean,
1: that. I mean, does that number 99 banner in the rafters help at all?
0: Yeah. that's We were saying before. <laughs> you know? We were saying that before. I mean, if their alumni comes back like that with Wayne Gretzky. But, I mean, but then, I mean, number four, Bobby Orr, comes back in Oshawa.
1: Yeah. Eric Lindros in Oshawa. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Pretty cool,
1: though. Yeah, pretty nice arena. We will make the trip one day. It could be in a year or three years or Whenever ten years. Travel.
0: Whenever we can travel. Yeah,
1: that's true. And it'll hopefully be like an OHL final, so there won't be a snowstorm, but yeah, that's probably a big will factor. be.
0: Their media booth looks pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. That looks pretty sharp. Kind of in the corner there. That's yeah. kind of like Flint's like that. Flint's is in the corner. Yeah. Peterborough's behind the net, right?
1: Yeah. Peterborough is behind, uh, the
0: visiting net, right?
1: Yeah. The visitor's net. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's but cool, it's, but
1: it's, it's good. That. I like that. You have the media room food where the press box is. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. You don't have to leave anywhere. I mean, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, if you want to check out the full article, you can obviously go to uh, Ontario or you can visit the, uh, Sue Greyhound's website for a uh, uh, full breakdown of the changes at their arena and how they're getting prepped uh, hopefully to hear their name announced as the host of the 2021 Memorial cup. But uh, in terms of us, we'll make the trip there eventually, but right now we got to take a break. We'll come back uh, and continue the discussion around. Will we start in December? Probably not, but uh, that's a discussion for after the break. Also, you know players' decisions, what they have to figure out in terms of uh, where do I play, what's the best opportunity for me, and that is uh, more um, more important for the draft eligible players. Maybe not so much as the rookies or the already drafted players who are signed but playing in the OHL. So all of that and more next here on the Owen sixty podcast
0: this is the Owen 60 follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL.
1: Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese DeManey along with Colin Ward. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Owen 60 podcast. They've got the links to our website as well. And, uh, Hey, you find all our content there, all our episodes, all of Joel Vanderland's articles, and have a blast on our website that is just a few months old. So check it out uh, on all of our social media platforms. As we begin the next segment, I'll uh, we'll start with a little bit of news from some OHL alumni, recent alumni. Um, Rangers grad Greg Morales has uh, signed an AHL deal with the Charlotte Checkers, who are now the Florida Panthers Um farm team no longer uh, part of the carolina hurricanes organization as was about a month or two ago that they yeah uh, swaps ahl clubs so uh, greg morales headed to uh, charlotte on a one-year deal he is uh, 21 years old he was a draft pick of the panthers uh, back in 2019 so um in his final season with the rangers 48 games played 65 points. He had 31 goals and 34 assists. And, of course, this is the 2019-2020 season before uh, before it got canceled by COVID. So good for Greg Morales because yeah, that's, that's uh, an opportunity comes his way after being drafted by that organization. He gets a shot in the AHL and uh, looking to raise some eyebrows, trying to make the Panthers roster someday.
0: Yeah, it's nice to get that contract out of the way. Yeah. That's nice. You hold that over, you hold that for so long inside, right? I mean, you think about it, when's it going to come, when's it going to come? And then, I mean, this year, away here, you don't know what's going to happen. It's just a sigh of relief to get that contract. So that's great for him.
1: Yeah, he was also an alternate captain with the Rangers uh, this
0: past Yeah. Good player. Great player.
1: Great leader in the room as well. Yeah, big leader Uh, for them. I remember when we were talking with Francesco Pinelli. he said he was one of the guys that uh, was really talkative in the room and uh, helped him along and show the rookies kind of to get them integrated into the OHL. So
0: congratulations
1: yeah, to Greg Morales. Yeah, that's great. On to, on, on to the main topic. Yeah. And uh, this has kind of been a <laughs> yeah, discussion sorry, we've sorry. had. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a discussion we've kind of been having the last couple of weeks about uh, most recently uh, last week, of course, we got into it a little bit more with uh, Joel Vanderland, but the situation regarding the start of the season, it is still December 1st officially. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, it could have announced that it may have changed to January or, you know, February or whenever the WHL did the, did that first. They are going for January 8th out West. So uh, does the OHL go with that date as well? Do they go a week or two later? Uh, the borders are closed a little bit longer, the November 21st. Uh, as far as I know. So yep.
0: November twenty first.
1: So that really doesn't help the situation when it no. comes to Erie Saginaw Flint. Then yeah, again, training camp. Training yeah.
0: camp will start November 15th. Yep. I think November 15th was supposed to be the first day.
1: Yeah. So it's tough. And now the discussion comes up, and this is gonna be the main point of our uh, of our discussion debate. What do you want, whatever you want to call it what do the players do do they want to play a because if the schedule gets pushed back to January no way in hell they are going to play 64 games uh, would more than likely see around the ballpark of what 50 55 games maybe no I was
0: thinking 44 to be honest oh
1: I mean I could I could see that that that's that's a tough schedule to get in a lot of games when yeah and I know the mem Cup has been pushed back to later than it usually is played but that's still if you want to play just weekend or thursday to sunday games like most of the games during a regular ohl season are then yeah you know you're gonna have to shorten the amount of games the lower that number or you're gonna play on a tuesday night every other week or a wednesday night every other week i know flint plays some Wednesday games. Kitchener has the odd Tuesday night game.
0: I'll have a lot more. Yeah. I'll have a lot more this year.
1: Yeah, so with the players in terms of getting ready for the NHL draft, if you're draft eligible this year and you know guys that we are have talked about on the show a few times. We talk about uh, second year players going into their second year, I should say, uh, you know Landon McCallum from Kitchener or Kingston, sorry, Ron K team a wow, moment.
0: That was Sudbury sad. landed. Sudbury.
1: Yeah, blonde moment. Wow. You're good, you're Jeez. Good. I'm thinking of Maddox Callens. Jeez. Hey, local There's guys. Kingston. I love that. Wow, that was embarrassing.
0: I love that, oh, local guys. Man.
1: Yeah, local guys going into their second year, they're draft eligible. Shane Wright obviously not ju- draft eligible yet. Uh Brendan Othman is uh draft eligible in Flint.
0: Francesco Pinelli,
1: Yep, in Kitchener. So
0: yeah, you're going to see some. What movement. do they do? <laughs> like, I mean, you got to stick it around. I mean, I think, I mean, you got to stick as long as you can. But I mean, for a lot of players that it's not them, but there's a lot of players that are going to possibly go to Europe. Yeah. You, if there's availability, I mean, you can, you're going to see a lot of import rules in Europe because they want their local guys to play over there. Yep. But. If there's availability, you're definitely going to see a lot of players go over to year have to play. And that, I mean, reality right now. I mean, if you're not going to play, you got to play full seasons. or scouts over there. You're playing. You're still playing. And, and full contact. Yeah, full contact. I mean, a lot of guys they can't play their full game over here. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at the hits leader last year, and Mutter. Oh, a year this year. I mean, that's his game. He put, yeah, he gets points, that's he, but that's his game. <laughs> He's yeah. there to grind tag and get... tag Bertuzzi. Yep. Another one, Zade Wisdom, Hamilton and Kingston there. They got those guys that run around. I mean, they hit everything that moves. That's a solid player. But, I mean, unfortunately this year, how can you have that?
1: Yeah, and in terms of Zade Wisdom, you could
0: – Philadelphia well, got, could
1: go, okay, we'll yeah, loan you over exotic. to Europe and um, that won't him affect and, your contract. But him,
0: him and Tyson Forrester. Yeah. They yeah. both sign.
1: Yeah, but in terms of, like, these guys that are draft eligible this year – for the twenty twenty one NHL draft, can they be loaned? Like, is that an option? Or so yeah, is it a matter of being loaned or do you, you just have to fun. say bye? I'm going to Europe for what I see at this point in time, a better opportunity than playing in the OHL.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you get the opportunity, because I think the second or third week to January at the earliest right now, we'll start a season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to play a full season where there you can play a lot longer to where you kind of have to take that opportunity and say, hey, I'll come back in a year. You got my promise. If we when we return, I'll come back yeah. it's like the NHL, how guys can go over there. But once their team resumes yeah. the hockey activities, mm-hmm. they can play. So they can come back and play for your team. They can leave whenever you guys start. They're well, your player. And that's where you come down to here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's where you expect the dominoes to fall. If the OHL goes, yep, January. We're following the WHL. We're starting a month later than we had planned. That's where you might see those. You know, all, not all, but most.
0: You'll see play uh, a few
1: where they just one after the other. Okay, bye. I'm gonna come back when we start. Bye. I'm you know that situation.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, for sure, guys are gonna try it. I mean there at least people are for sure. Players are for sure talking to their agents about it. Yeah. Automatic right has now to be guaranteed right now, 100% of this, actually that there's players talking to their agents about going over to Europe. Cause I mean, right now you got to play the full season. I mean, if it's a draft year, you got to play in front of scouts. Yep. So yeah. And
1: with, with NHL clubs and I know you can travel between Canada and the U S uh business related. Um, so that's kind of a little bit helpful for all the American scouts, but they're not coming to watch anything up here because we have no junior hockey. But yeah. in terms of Europe, uh, teams have scouts that live there.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and
1: there's no restrictions to, to them if they live in the same country as the players that they're scouting.
0: And it's it's easy to get to. It's easy access. I mean, some of these Europe countries aren't big. I mean, you look at the German uh, players going to the national hockey they're getting drafted right now there's a lot of high talented German players. I mean, you got Finland who produces a lot of elite players. You got Sweden and Russia. Obviously those two are probably the big ones, but you you got places to play where scouts get to, and you don't have to necessarily play in Sweden or Russia. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to necessarily go to Russia probably to play your junior, a year, a junior, but if you go to a Sweden, Czech Republic, even or Czech Republic has a solid men's league. Yeah. Uh, but you can go over to places like that, maybe Slovakia, go play over there, have success, get scouted. You got scouts watching you. I mean, there's a lot of good European scouts, Hawking and Anderson, Detroit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got guys over there, just find talent. So I think that's for sure the possibility. I mean, if I was a if I was a player in the Ontario Hockey League right now, I would for sure be on board of going over just because that opportunity. Use the families for your kid for your players the themselves i mean the players themselves everyone around them the grandparents the siblings everyone is all in for your for yeah. the player to yeah, make yeah you've
1: spent That's so much time throughout there your, yeah, your minor league career time money like
0: yeah you have to you have to take that opportunity yeah. i mean it doesn't come along too often and i mean you can't you got to jump on board right away because i know when those slots uh fill up because it's going to happen for sure. Mm-hmm. But once those slots fill up, there's not going to be a lot of room to make that move over to Europe to play this season. So you really hope that uh, some players get that opportunity to at least get scouted where they should have been scouted if there was a season in the OHL this year.
1: Yeah, it's almost a reverse of the uh, import draft, where yeah they're not really getting drafted, but they're going over. Oh. And now when you say about their family being all in and, you know, you have to be all in for a chance at the NHL and have the best chance to get scouted. It's now a matter of, are you okay with sending your kids to Europe where some of those countries have had some COVID problems? I'm not going to say all of them Oof. because, um, you know, for Spain, sure. I'm pretty sure no one's going to go to Spain to play junior hockey. And you're so um, far
0: away from your family, right? You yeah. Like does it.
1: the whole family go? Is it just you with say, so, say, just for an example, we'll go Maddox Collins from Kingston. Does he go over with his teammates to play for the same team as, like, as a group, and they just go over together? Or yeah, well, Detroit you know, did that. The that Red situation Wings that.
0: like that. Yeah, the Red Wings did that. I mean, they sent a couple of guys over to. The- well, the same league, but, I mean, they send a couple guys over there to play together, and, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see junior teams being on board for that. Hey, we're not going to have a season or We only play 40 or less games. This isn't going to be worth it for you guys to develop. We can't hit. You can't play your role. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, Austin Matthews, I know a lot of guys are thinking about that, too. And you honestly, (laughs) and you honestly, before the Matthews situation, but I'll go back to that, before – like I honestly think agency too. a lot of players have the same agency and yep. that agent could prefer for guys to go to this team and you might see not guys from the same team, but you might see guys from the same agents go over to the same team. Yeah. So that's something to look I can into. See that. I want to look into that, see what players like what's with which agent. I mean, you can't really find that out, but I mean, no, that's, but like, it would be interesting to see what to talk to an agent and see like, Hey, uh, what do you think about this or what do you think about that because it's definitely going to happen i for sure they're looking into it but yeah, yeah the austin Matthews situation um <laughs> i think that's a little overboard for players because i mean there's only what, one to austin just
1: Matt. in the future say screw it i'm just going to europe
0: yeah i mean he went to zurich right yeah so, i mean you go to swiss but to play with men i mean it helped him but yeah not, i think it's different if you're going to, go to play with, with-
1: it's different if you're going to play with men, where if you're going to play in a junior league, it's like, well, the CHL is just as good, if not better than that. Probably league. is better. How would you do that to play against the same group of you know, players, the same
0: age, right? I mean, the body contact, though that body contact factor. You have to play your role, right? I mean, scouts are going to notice that. Scouts track players better than anybody. That's why they're scouts. Yeah. They'll know that. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I
1: don't, it's hard because we don't know, we're not, I'm not saying we're experts on the OHL, but in terms of all of these European junior hockey leagues, I wouldn't call ourselves the Bob McKenzie of the SJHL, Yeah, the Swedish junior, like, you know, we, we don't know what it would be like over there for players, if they would even like a different way of life playing in the Czech Republic, Sweden, Finland or Russia or Switzerland or wherever it may be. Like they might get over there and immediately be like, I'm playing hockey, but I hate this. This is dumb. Yeah. I don't like it. over the ice
0: surface, the ice surface is bigger over there. And I mean, the atmosphere is totally different. Yeah. The atmosphere for a hockey game in Europe, it's almost like a soccer game. I mean, it's pretty passionate. You're not going to see a more passionate crowd than a European soccer game. Probably. Yeah, well, that's it's on my bucket list.
1: I've got to go to Sweden or Finland just to watch a hockey game. Yeah. Like, I've got I, to do that.
0: Yeah, Finland, Sweden would be cool. Yeah. World Junior in Finland. Yeah. 160, in fact. That'd be 60 a featured game. <laughs> uh, mark it down. Next World Junior's in uh, Sweden or uh, Finland, we're going. All right. Mark it down. Good plan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's – when does this happen? Because if the OHL doesn't make an announcement, they're still going for December. It's a it's a waste to go there because you're reporting in a month or so.
0: And that's why I think that's why I think uh, that's why I think January just because of the border. Yeah, that border delay delays training camp only by a week, but I mean it still, still. delays camp. It delay you're a week behind, right? I mean you're usually yep. in the second week you're playing exhibition games, right? So. It'd be nice to get that exhibition game schedule going so you're not a week behind. Because a week actually delays you two weeks, to be honest, when you're a week behind. Because especially in the first week of training camp, because the first week of training camp, you get all in shape, Mm -hmm. and then you're ready to play games. So then you're going to play a team like Erie, who's going to play Niagara in Niagara. Niagara's been practicing for a week. They've already know their system a little bit. I mean, it's still hard to learn a system. But you're still – at least into the game, you know what you're yeah. doing on the ice, where some of these guys from Erie that'll be younger guys aren't going to know where, aren't going to know the system as well as the veterans. So it's going to be hard that way too, to learn the system and be game ready. So yeah. that's why I think two weeks behind instead of a week.
1: Well, and when it, say you're a team that's rebuilding and you're bringing in a rookie goalie and a rookie decor, yeah. they're going to get absolutely eaten alive by oncoming mm-hmm. offenses that have gotten that head start uh, Oh, you know, a week or a week and a half before before you do and just pucks start flying at you at 80, 90 miles an hour and you're just, holy crap, like, first game <laughs> of the year? That's 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 unfair that you can't yeah. do that. Again, the only way to do that is if, and this might be part of uh, the, o- the OHL's deal with the Ontario government if they get the all-go-green light with their return-to-play plan is – if you agree for these American teams to come over and play here, they will have to be set up and ready to go for training camp in a Canadian rink.
0: Yeah. Well, like we said, hold it in the states. We said that, we said that back in the summertime about that, about having developmental sites. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a strong case right now, developmental sites, because you got to get guys playing. You cannot lose players to Europe. You want them to play here. You want your local Ontario Canadian kids that play on the world junior team or go to world junior camp, they're drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, you want those guys to be in your league. You need the Phil Thomasinos. You need the Quentin Byfields. You need the Connor McMichaels. You need those guys. I mean, Aiden Dudas last year, he wins a gold medal. Akil Thomas, they have a great world junior. All of a sudden, they come back. Every single bar in Peterborough goes to, every single bar in Owen Sound goes to is packed because they want to see those guys play. If you lose that effect, it hurts so much financially to where I don't think you can afford to lose the Europeans or the Canadians to Europe just because of that factor.
1: Yeah, and when you think of players that are signed, like Byfield, Akil Thomas, those big-name guys, they can go wherever they want. Or yep. they can go wherever their team wants them to go. The NHL, they're in and,
0: NHL hands now. They're not in your hands. Yeah. And there help.
1: is there is no obligation to say, yeah, we'll for sure send them back to the OHL um, when you guys get started. They'll probably be like, no, we're not going to no, because. Dumb.
0: Yep, yeah, because the NHL, we're going to have an expanded roster. Quinton Byfield is making that expanded roster. Yep. He's making their roster probably. Gil
1: Thomas makes the expanded roster for, for Los sure. Angeles.
0: Los Angeles is going to be so deep.
1: Zade Wisdom would probably be on the expanded roster for, for Philadelphia. Sure. He was
0: their first prospect sign. Yep. I mean, he got the max deal, right? He got the ninth. Forster will
1: be there. Like All these yeah. big-name guys. Luke Evangelista will probably be. It'll be close. Uh, there's, there's a be. There's a yeah. It'll be a close chance. But.
0: Milwaukee had a great year in the American Hockey League. That's the thing. The, the Milwaukee Admirals National Farm System Farm Team had a great uh, season. So that's where you could see a guy like Phil Tomasino make the team. Yeah. And yeah. then you might see five. If it's an extra six guys, you might see one from junior, and then you might see five other guys from uh, the American Hockey
1: League.
0: Yeah. They're, so. They're they want to compete too. I think Nashville would want to go for it this year because their window's closing here quickly.
1: Yeah, it is. And they've, they've got a scar of coming. And I'm not saying Rene is done. Like, I'm not saying his career's over. He's still a pretty solid NHL netminder. Is he top 10? No, probably not. But
0: he's no.
1: Still he's stable the back there, you know?
0: Yeah, he still gets the job done. I mean, you see Saros as well.
1: Yeah, but it's just you. there's pl- certain players that you can absolutely not have play in the yeah. OHL like
0: no, it's good. The there's answer.
1: almost a point where if byfield is not playing this year if if Shane Wright. if it happens Shane Wright yeah decides to go then yeah. a lot of Kingston's fan base is like well this is yeah, kind of pro-
0: yeah i mean you had that bad year you I mean you get the exceptional status player that's huge yeah. and then i mean Unfortunately, it affects everybody. COVID-19 affects everybody, but that would really hurt. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, do you think
1: about the rest of Kingston, Martin Kromiak, he's already happen. an import. There's a good chance that he.
0: Yeah. Uh, a lot of those, a lot of those imports have already, there's a couple that said, yeah, we're just staying over. We're going to start yep. the year here because I mean, it's safer for them. They don't want to travel. Yeah. And, and well, for sure well you know, with
1: the imports is how much. Yeah.
0: How much, that's why and I, barely, I know
1: you've already recruited these guys, but. How much – do you have to start over to try and convince these guys to come back to play?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, because, I mean, none of those guys committed. It's like the USHL, and you watch that U-17 team play that's like binge-watching like every game. Yeah. But you watch those guys play with OHL rights, they're not going to commit until they're, they know what's going on. I mean, it's safer to stay in your own country and go to the University of Michigan or Notre Dame. Yeah boston college or harvard it's easier to go there than come here when you don't know when yeah so that's well that's where the, the that
1: that's yeah. where the factor of the bubble comes in and that that's our next topic after the break but um if the bubble system is in place that makes it an even better and in my if i was an american and playing hockey in the states whether in the ushl or uh, the US, U.S. national team development program, or at a school, or whatever. And I was on the fence about committing to the OHL. If I'm going into a bubble, I'm saying no. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion on the matter. And again, that's our next topic. Yeah, when we get to the break, I mean, and the, next the players will minutes, get together.
0: But... the players will get together as well and get a yeah. note for it. That,
1: that's also, where the OHL will look at all these players and what they're doing and. That there has to be a decision eventually. Is do we have enough players where we'll be able to have enough interest and we'll have enough people wanting to be interested in the game with so many of our big name players not in this league this year?
0: Yeah. Also, do you want, I uh, got a big update here before the break. Sure. The World Junior uh, schedule just came out. Yeah, eight um, o'clock. Most people know now, uh, December 26th, Boxing Day, Canada plays Germany. Tim Stuthill.
1: Mart Mart's side is too old, isn't he? Or uh, he Still got one more.
0: Yeah, he's got one more. Yeah, I thought so. so he'll be there. Uh, then the, December 27th, the next day, they got Slovakia, Canada. The December 29th is in Switzerland. And then New Year's Eve against Finland. Pretty good schedule for wow. them. One game. That's what happens when you win gold, though. I mean, then they'll have that other uh, pool. That'll just yeah. be...
1: Uh, what about, what's the American right? schedule look like?
0: The American schedule is December 25th, Christmas Eve, 9 30 versus Russia to start.
1: They play <laughs> on Christmas Day?
0: Yeah, it starts Christmas Day now because of the bubble. Wow. One place, just Edmonton. The ice is going to be rough. Um, December 26th, Austria for US. Uh, December 29th, Czech Republic. December. December thirty first, uh, Sweden. That's kind of tough. Yeah. Maybe missing a game here. Russia, Austria, yeah. um, Czech Republic. In Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Four. But, yep, there's your four. That's that's a tough one. Hmm.
1: That is All a right. tough one.
0: So he said that world junior factor about guys going. Yeah add to that, get back with the bubbles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Time for a break. Uh, fill up the waters, get ready for the final segment of the show. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll look at possible homes for bubbles in both the Eastern and Western conference, uh, whether they'll do two bubbles in each one for each division, or they'll just do two bubbles, one for each conference. Um, and we'll, we'll give our opinion on where, would we? where do we think would be the best possible spot to have a bubble in terms of uh, amenities, hotels, restaurants, what have you, and uh, well, rinks as well. So uh, we'll get to that next here on the Owen 60 podcast.
0: This is the Owen 60 follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL.
1: Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney, along with Colin Ward. And as we previewed before the break, we will talk bubble situation in the OHL for the possible return of their season and possible locations and why we think that would be the best spot for them to go. So we'll start in the Western conference and we'll start with you, Colin, because you've got two very <laughs> good arguments for yeah. uh the arenas that you have chosen
0: so we'll start in the west division i have sarnia and i think it's a great move sarnia you got the campus right there for sarnia and i mean it's a perfect spot there with lampton college right connected to it i mean you don't have to leave the campus at all of the arena i mean it's basically like a college lifestyle there in the bubble and yep. i it's mean, Kind it's not downtown Sarnia, it's kind of out on the outskirts. It's quick on and off the highway. You're literally on the 402 in like two minutes from the arena. Yep. It's very quick. So I really I really like Sarnia being a bubble team. I fell in love with that arena last year. I like everything about it. And I really like that Sarnia being a bubble team. It's easy, no one has to go anywhere. It's perfect setup. There's not a lot of people there. Uh, and that's yeah. why I like uh Sarnia.
1: That, yeah, that's. I changed mine. I originally texted Colin, then I had Kitchener in London just because of their facilities and, um, you know, the yeah. opportunity that presents itself. But um, I'm going Sarnia as well. I never, uh, hey. I, I forgot about Lambton College. I really like, there was a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they had the campus. But yeah, Sarnia makes perfect oh, sense because it's not like it's, there's a main highway there. That's pretty much how you get from Sarnia to Chatham without. Oh, Being an idiot and taking the 402 (laughs) to the 401, and then going there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Learn how to drive. Check your GPS before you drive. This I don't Um, support.
1: And yeah, it 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 just makes sense. It's on the outskirts, like you said. The highway's right there. It's
0: it's perfect. It's perfect. The, The
1: American teams coming over, they don't have to drive. You know. To hell's half acre to try and get to this arena in terms of Flint and Saginaw, it's right there once you get over the border. So
0: it's five minutes to the border from the arena. It's two to the 402. That's perfect. Yeah, that's automatic. I mean, Sarnia for sure should be a bubble team. Yeah,
1: yeah, and the the really the only reason that I stayed away from Kitchener and Windsor is because there ain't no damn hotel near those arenas, and I don't know how far you want them going for hotels but it
0: goes and that's the thing you want to have social distance. You don't want to have player interactions with people and fans yeah. you don't want to have that. You want to eliminate that because of that situation. That's why I didn't do London and Kitchener just because of that problem. I just think I've been around <coughs> London a bit. And I think that with London, I think there's just too many people around that area and around the market to have a bubble. That's why I didn't have them.
1: The only argument I had for London, and this is why they're my second pick for a bubble, is they are one of few arenas that you can drive into on yeah. the bus and you yeah, don't you have to walk in, but- out, you know, walk outside from the say the parking lot. And again, you might not have the most fan interaction or fans standing there being like, Hey, like, hi, good luck, guys, or whatever. But
0: you're not gonna have that driving into the arena. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a great point. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't really realize that, but yeah, your boss can just drive right into the arena. Yeah. And I mean, just there, there's, there's, the side
1: there's door. stuff downtown, like it's downtown London. Like there's hotels, restaurants. And again, yeah, you probably if, won't if send you your team to a restaurant,
0: but yeah, there's a lot of options there in London anyways. I mean, yeah. There's a lot there. Yep. And that's a good point. My Midwest uh, bubble is the Owen sound attack, the Bay shore. <laughs> I just think no fans. No fans. You can still social distance. That's another point about London where you can social distance perfectly in London with media. Yep. But I think with the Owenstown attack being a bubble host is they have hotels right there, Mm -hmm. which is a great thing to have. They have the arena to do it, I think. And it's just another one like Sarnia. It's kind of in that spot where you can't go out and do things. You can, but you can't go out. You're not going to get hounded. You're going – you have a kind of like a campus lifestyle and I mean, it's great for the players. I think them being locked in the city, but I mean, I'm a country guy. So that's another big <laughs> thing that's another big, uh, very true. I got that on the brain. Right. Yeah. So that's another thing that too, where that's the way I think, where I feel like it would be better to go to a place where it's not the biggest, but you're safe. And I think that's the biggest point right now, player safety. So that's why I have Owen sound and Sarnia in the West.
1: Yeah. And Owen sound that's, it's not a winter tourist area it's a summer tourist area so you're not going to see all of these people coming up to Owen Sound in February or March lining up to get to the beaches along Lake Huron that's not going to happen so that's why I think that that's a good point is it's a small town and it's not tourist season so you're not going to get Toronto crowds coming in or you know Kitchener Waterloo um, residents coming up to the beaches so uh, that's a perfect situation in Owen Sound. I know the rink's I mean, small, also, the facility might not be as upgraded as others, but you, you have to start limiting contact to other people, and that's a perfect spot for it.
0: Also with Owen Sound, they have the hotel. there around, right by the arena mm-hmm. where I'm sure they hurt this summer. I'm sure every business business hurts. I mean, a small community like Owen Sound, you gotta support those small communities in the league. Yeah, and I mean, I come from a small community, so I'm gonna say that right. But (laughs) you have you have to support those small communities. We're getting pounded by COVID-19, where that would help. That would make their whole year. That would make their whole year. If let's say, oh, we're gonna have the five teams stay at this hotel. It's right there. We can walk to the arena. It's right on the same campus. We're doing that. That hotel made their profit for the year with that, and I mean, they need that to support those small community businesses. Where that would be huge for them. That's another reason why I think Owen Sound, because you got to help those small community teams in the OHL. You got to help yeah. those teams because with no fans, those teams are going to hurt a lot, right? So that's why I figure you got to help them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, on to the East and our two homes for possible. Uh, and OHL bubbles, and mine have changed again, Colin. I had originally said <laughs> Hamilton. I had originally said Hamilton-Niagara, but
0: because... Everyone, everyone that knows what I'm going with right now. I think I everyone that heard the last one knows what I'm <laughs> going with right now.
1: Um, because I didn't go with them, I went up north to North Bay and... Well, we'll start with North Bay. Um, another community that's not the biggest in the world. Yep. they haven't had COVID cases like Toronto has or Ottawa has, Peel, Durham, what have you, Niagara. And
0: that's one of the reasons
1: exactly. I. That's why I Canadian have them
0: I have North Bay too. Um, but yeah, because it's you got to support them. You have to support those small communities. Well, it's not a small community, but you got to support them. They suffered all year from COVID nineteen. I mean, you got five teams here. That are going to play, or four that are going to play in that host city's team. Yep. I mean, you gotta support them. You gotta have that respect factor. I mean, everyone suffered, like we said earlier. Everyone suffered from this. Not one person in this world has not suffered from COVID nineteen. They've been affected some way. So I think that that is a huge way of respect to pay for a community that's battled their whole year. That's their whole year has been lost. I think that's a huge way to respect them. Having North Bay, the Owen Sound have a bubble
1: yeah and i think i think because the ohl if i was there they would want to stay away from toronto and ottawa and you know niagara falls where tourists think they can do All whatever over. the heck they want there you
0: want to stay as far as you can out of the gta mm-hmm. that's the point and because in the that's,
1: east that's in the east annoying. this is the best you can do
0: what are you, what are we thinking do we, want we you want me to go first? We have the same second. You want me to go first? Yeah. I don't know if we do though. Cause I kind of second guess this. Okay. Should I do it? Yeah, go, go for it. I went Kingston. Just oh, because, that's not mine. Just because I, and I know, I know I just went against everything I just said with going with Kingston, but I just think with Kingston, you have to keep those guy that core are there. And I think that'd be nice for them to be a bubble host Just because you get Shane Wright in his home arena, and I know it's, I mean, it's going to be empty seats anyways, but at least to get that local coverage and you get that local feel in Kingston and you get them, the fan base regenerated again. Because a lot of games we watched with Kingston, it was empty. And at at least now with not being able to attend games, and you're going to see Zayd Wisdom, Shane Wright, Martin Chromiak, Maddox Collins, Francesco Akari, Braden Hache, those guys lighting it up that's perfect. That's perfect for the league. And I mean, it's perfect for the uh, team because they're going to generate revenue the year after you got to think about the future too, at the same time. And I think that's the way to make it a bright future because like we said, maybe this year, isn't Kingston's year to win a championship, but the year after Shane rice draft year, they sure as hell are. So there, that's why I think Kingston just to generate hype for uh, that next year and get the media attention out there. Yeah. Shane Wright needs a sports night game. (laughs) you need one yeah and a home sports night game yeah i mean that would help in
1: terms of kingston again ottawa is the biggest factor with kingston and i know
0: that sucks that's my negative with having kingston that was going to be my negative with kingston just because with that you're so close to ottawa and the ottawa travel traffic from ottawa the travel from ottawa You don't really want that necessarily, but I think once you're in a bubble and you're quarantined, you should be good, hopefully.
1: Yeah, and the argument I could make for Kingston is Highway 401. It's Hmm. not – Kingston's not right on Highway 401. Like, in terms of the Leon Center, uh, the 401, obviously, it goes through Kingston, uh, the north end of Kingston. But I think the highway is big for – tournaments like this or tournaments situations would probably be a better word, uh, to use for that just because it's, um, you know, it, it helps with trying to get teams there and it makes it a lot easier in terms of resources. And, uh, yeah, Ottawa is the biggest factor. And, uh, when, in terms of their cases going up, Course, they're right on the border of Quebec. And how close do you want teams? And I know te- yeah. like, the OHL teams won't be going over to play the Q the teams. There will be no Ottawa no <laughs> Cup this year. Um, just like everyone's gonna miss the uh the TSN CKTB cup between the uh ice That's dogs and bulldogs, the, the K9 cup. Oh, yeah, team. I so love that me, game.
0: So you're oh. telling me you made that my first game in the press box? My first press box game in Niagara, I thought that was why.
1: So, oh, yeah, that was definitely why. Oh. oh I, thought that, that was- that, I live for the K-9 Cup. Didn't yeah. you know that? Oh, well, what, do you, oh.
0: what do you play for, the J-Ross or the K-9? <laughs> <'Cause> we've been <laughs> joking about that all year. We've been joking about this all year. <laughs> what do you play for? Yeah,
1: It's, it's a good cause. It's like, a good cause what they're playing oh, for. for. Sure. $1,000, I think, goes to the local SPCA of whoever wins. For sure, but... But I'm sorry. That you. that cup's a sham. <laughs>
0: um, this is going to get Reese rattled up now.
1: Um, I'm going to go to my second team so I don't get rattled up. Or my <laughs> second city. Uh, I'm going Sudbury. That. North Bay and Sudbury. Two, so two places central? that couldn't be farther well, besides Sault Ste. Louis, I guess, and Windsor. And So two uh, central whatever, division but, team bubbles. Yeah. I like that. One yeah. neutral site. I don't think it matters what division you're in. Just... Throw one division in one yeah, rink, throw another division cases. in another.
0: Paces, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, Sault Ste. Marie's another one. I mean, you're out there. But yeah, Sudbury, like, Sudbury, it's the closest for those teams to travel. I like that. Sudbury's another good one. Yeah? Yeah, and I don't know how much this
1: helps, but the train station is right next to the Sudbury Community Arena. And, again, I don't know how much the OHL would use the train and, um, you know. They the probably won't like for, use public yeah,
0: transit. Yeah, probably exactly,
1: but – uh, it's another area that's not right in the thick of the GTA in Ottawa. There are hotels that would be able to hold teams uh, in terms of you've got the Quality in Conference Center just down the road from the Sudbury Community Arena. You've got the Northbury Hotel and Conference Center, the best Western downtown. And like two of those would hold five teams. You've also got Clarion Hotel, Sudbury. Like those hotels are all around the arena. And good on the city of Sudbury for kind of putting the hockey rink right in the middle of all of those tourist resources and um, not lifelines, but uh, it helps bring tourists when you've got hotels around these big tourist areas, like big parks and arenas and the train station and all of that. So that's why I think Sudbury would be one of the best cities to have uh, a bubble and North Bay. It's just, They're right there, and I think that helps as well, that Sudbury and North Bay are right there. So when you do, you know, if you want to switch teams up in each bubble, like, you know, go out of division, I guess you could say, if that's even possible, or if you can figure something out to make it happen, or if you eventually get into the playoffs, it's right there. You're not making someone from Sudbury drive to Niagara. Um, and then have to play in a day, so yeah. That, those are my two picks in the East.
0: I like it. I mean, I like that sub for sure. Automatic. I mean, every one that we've said. I mean, they're great arguments. I mean, they're all places where you could gladly do one. Only one negative was really the Kingston factor with Ottawa. But yeah. other than that, out of all those teams we named, are pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, and again, you- you're safe. Sarnia, you could
1: use the argument, oh, the border's right there. Why would you want to expose them right to the Americans that are right there? And it's like, oh, we're not spo- exposing them to the Americans. You cannot yeah. come over it's the safest. Like, yeah, you can't come over to do whatever you want still. Like we said at the top of the show and throughout the show, the borders are closed again until November 21st. If the OHL starts up, more than likely that the borders will be still somewhat closed. Again, this all depends on the american presidential election so who knows because Mm -hmm. some of these if they go bubble say niagara windsor sarnia some of those uh sous saint marie some of those border cities they'll be like oh if trump's back in power no we're not gonna go to those border cities whereas you know say biden gets in the borders still might not even be open so those border cities still might be uh, a pretty good option to go to
0: yeah, for sure. Again,
1: I hate talking politics, especially American politics, because of the clown that's in right now. But, um, yeah. you know, it's part of it. The OHL has to think about it.
0: Yeah, for sure they have to. I mean, it's, you got to think of the safety issues in the big picture things. I mean, and yeah, that's automatic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it, I guess, for this week.
0: Yeah, it was a fun one. I yeah, love- it was. I love talking bubble, bubble hockey, 2020, <laughs> bubble hockey, 2020. Oh, it's fun.
1: The world juniors for sure. Isn't a bubble. We possibly know that
0: next possibly next week. We'll touch on some uh, world junior talk.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we could, we could project Canada's roster all we want, but I think it might <laughs> And this is a discussion for next week. So we'll tease it now. If you're an OHLer looking to play for team Canada this year, will you be allowed to go play in Europe? Yeah. Or will Hockey Canada say, no, sorry. Kind of like how USA hockey is like, oh, you're coming to play in the CHL. Oh, we have a better shot to choose someone still playing in the U.S. than in Canada. Yeah. Kind of like that situation. And again, you can do your 14-day quarantine, whatever, but does Hockey Canada want their players to stay here?
0: for sure for sure they want him here yeah Yeah. quicker to camp yeah
1: so again that's a discussion for next week and we'll touch on it then but uh
0: fillet the wings go this is
1: it for this week on the own 60 podcast for colin ward i'm reese Dumaney. we'll play the goal horn and get out of here and uh we'll chat next week